Hey, it's Tom Payne, also known as Jesus from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. You can't yell spoiler alert after the spoiler. The spoiler alert is when you're telling people you're about to spoil something. Yes. Spoiler is after you spoil it. Oh, yeah. Spoiler then. <laughs> people are like, oh, uh, it was the butler. Spoiler alert. No, no, no. Spoiler alert means I'm about to spoil something. So get ready. Yes. Here it comes. Here comes the spoiler. So everyone that commented on my feed is wrong. Okay. Let's, 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 let's settle this. First of all. Uh, welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 131, yes. right? We agree it's 131? Yes. I'm David Brody from Upstream in the Morning Show. Right now, people should be mouthing along. They should know what I'm about to say. This is Jamie from Light FM in New York. Hello. Oh, Christmas music! <laughs> I even have a Santa on my shirt. It, it, can I say holiday music? You guys play like the Bare Naked Ladies Hanukkah song, right? Occasionally? No. Slip that in. I wish we did. Bastards. Just slip it in? Yeah. Okay. Slip that in. <laughs> uh, you know what? There are three or four Hanukkah songs that you guys should be playing. And none of them are by Adam Sandler. None of them. None. It's not a Hanukkah song to mention Jewish people's names. That's not a Hanukkah song. No. And you go to the Festival of Lights. All right, we get it. I have to be honest with you. If you're fans, okay. The Hanukkah song, the Thanksgiving songs, hilarious in the early 90s. Yes. Done. Done, 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 (laughs) done. Okay? Hanukkah is a holiday. There are traditions involved. Oh, yeah. Mentioning Jewish people, it was funny then. Half of them are dead. Dow Strawberry, by the way, the Mets did not trade Dow Strawberry. I've hated that line ever since. Oh, if anyone would know, it'd be you. Dow Strawberry left the Mets in 1990 as a free agent to go to the Dodgers to play with his good friend Eric Davis, who used to play with the Reds. They grew up in LA together. They went to play. They didn't trade Dow Strawberry. He should know that. But I guess when the when Dow Strawberry left in free agency to go play with his his uh, high school uh, childhood friend, Eric Davis, that didn't fit into the song. Yeah, I guess not. I get it. Okay? I like Adam Sandler. Either do something new. Yeah. Or, so anyway, yeah. Bare Naked Ladies has a great Hanukkah song. Uh, Modest Yahoo has a great Hanukkah song. They're, they're a good... There's other songs. Right. Yeah. Right now, people who aren't Jewish are going, all right, already with the Hanukkah songs. <laughs> all right. So, uh, mid-season finale. <sighs> Loved it. So... Good. Okay, so obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you know you're already caught up. Yeah, okay? you've watched. Right. We're recording this on Tuesday, mm-hmm. the 27th, is uh, it? Yep. Right? Yep. Yep, okay. Two days ago, on The Walking Dead mid-season finale, which if you're a fan, you should have watched. Yes. If you're a crazy fan, you should have at least watched it by now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And by now, I mean at the time they were recording this. And if you're a real fan, you should be listening to this Tuesday night when I post it. Yes. Like most of you who are like, where's the podcast? Love you guys. Okay. <laughs> Jamie posted her picture with Tom Payne. Tom Payne. All right. You know what? I don't know how often we'll play this, so. Hey, it's Tom Payne, also known as Jesus from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Yep. All right. By Tom Payne. He's a doll, by the way. He's he a is. hugger. He's also he's, like four foot one. He's so sweet, and he's just good guy. Uh, just by the good way, vibes. I have like two pages of notes on him because okay. he gave an interview. Oh my god! Uh, Did you yeah, read the Hollywood kinda, Reporter interview? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So you posted your picture with Tom Payne. Yes. Tom Payne. And I waited. Which we got at- uh, Two days. You got at the convention. Yep. Yeah, at Chiller Theater. And I just did a nice, yeah. you know, we're going to miss you. You're a good guy. Right. Right. By the way, when I say the convention, that's because I don't want to mention the name of the convention. Oh, sorry. No, it's As okay. I'm just name. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No, no. Anyway, so we, we, yeah, we got, uh, by the way, you and I had to pay for the pictures with Tom Payne. Yes. Even though, you know, we're big podcast, big shots. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah, it's still a podcast. <laughs> Uh, is, uh, by the way, uh, listen, having a podcast is fun and, and it's great that people listen to us. I was watching one of the late night talk shows and they were interviewing someone about their podcast. And it was a big movie star. Or it, I'm trying to remember who it was. It was someone who was like not 100% relevant right now. They were like, huge news, you got a podcast. Was it a guy or girl? It was a woman. Doesn't matter who. Uh, I, Anna uh, Ferris? No, I'm, no. I'm not again. I'm not looking to okay. name anybody. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out. No, because the Brooklyn Boys podcast is nominated for podcast comedy podcast of the year. We hope all of you guys are voting. Yes, vote five times I, a day. iHeartPodcast.com, or you can copy and paste the tweet I keep sending out from all of our accounts that we're voting because there's three hashtags you have to mention: hashtag Brooklyn Boys, <laughs> oh, yes. hashtag iHeartPodcast, or podcasts. I forget which one, and uh, hashtag comedy podcast. Yes. No variations of those. No, just that, guys. Right, okay. So Anna Faris is one of those people we're up against, so I'm not mentioning oh, her. Ixnay on the... Her. Right, okay. Anyway, so like, congratulations, you got a podcast. Like, oh, I'm very proud of the audience. Like, yeah, this is a big deal. It was Jimmy Fallon. Because he was, you know how he is. I yeah. love Jimmy, but he's like, oh my God, you're so great. Oh my God, you're the best. Oh my God, I love you. He like, gets very excited. Right, I'm very excited. I love him for it. Yeah. Right, okay. And I'm thinking... I don't know if congratulations are in order when you get a podcast. It's not like some like MGM movie studios calls you and says, congratulations, we'd like to offer you a podcast. You just do a podcast, right? Yeah, but you know what? Like now that we've been doing this for a no, couple no, of years listen, now. We've um, put a lot of effort into this and we have 131 a, when episodes. When you come and, up with the concept yourself and you do all the work, yes, it's it's a lot. But you can say congratulations on getting up, but you don't like you don't get a podcast. No, you, you have to work for it. Right. It's not like, wow, you got a TV show. Yeah. Where, like, someone had to pick you, you auditioned, you got to... Oh, yeah, well, it's not that intense. Right, you just get some recording equipment. You don't need a big fancy studio like this. Although, how sexy do we sound Uh, on these microphones? Okay, all right, yeah. So, I just was like, no, you don't get... It's like, oh, congratulations, you got a podcast. You know, there's a new joke now, I don't know if you heard it. You know know who I met the other day? Who'd you meet? Uh, Someone who doesn't have a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that joke. Right? Everyone has a podcast. I've got three! But like, they're all successful. Uh, well, yeah. Well, they are. Uh, coincidence. No. Coincidence. No, it's you. But I, no, it's well, it's you on this one. And, well, and me on this one. Yeah, all you. Yeah. Well, no. It is. <laughs> uh, listen, you listen to people. The first episode I did without you, not as good. I was honored to be a part of this. I did it with Tra- Trevor from uh, Trev's Chan. Yeah. Too. The sound quality was terrible. Oh, I was in a, the, yeah. I was in a studio where the levels were off oh, and yeah. his recording. He called from Canada. You know how the Canadians oh, phone what's lines that are. What's that all about? What's that all about? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Z100. I'm like, nope, sorry. Z100. Oh, no. So anyway, you posted a picture with Tom Payne. Yeah. And two days after he's he's dead, by the yeah. way. He's dead. He's I, dead. I officially dead. I waited. You waited. And you got grief from people. Oh, you spoiler. How Several could you? people. I got angry uh, text messages. I got angry comments on Instagram, right. and I just wrote, "Guys, it's it's Tuesday mid morning. It's right. fair game now." Not looking to offend anybody, no. but if you're a real fan of anything, yeah, American Idol, the freaking Super Bowl, there are certain events in life you have. Look, I know life gets in the way, yeah, but if you can't watch it Sunday, if you're not on vacation, and you, you can't watch, watch it, it Monday. Monday, 
you have to accept that you're going to get, it's going to happen. Yes. We give the answers on Elvis Duran in the morning show, so then who won Dancing with the Stars? Oh, no, my head's going to explode. How did you tell anybody? It's Bobby news. Bones won, by the way. Yeah. Bobby Bones won. Yes. Another iHeart podcaster. He got a podcast. <laughs> he did. <laughs> anyway. But people are really angry with me. You have to be angry at yourself. Yeah. Not you, you the listener. Yeah. And not our listeners, because you guys are awesome and you watch the show. And I, I, I made sure I didn't do it Sunday, even Monday. I thought, okay, there's still some people that haven't seen, but I'm sorry, after Tuesday. Right, and even if Jamie put up a picture of you herself with Tom Payne, Tom Payne, <laughs> you didn't have to read the caption. No, you didn't. You chose to read the caption. You did. You could have seen, oh, I wonder what the picture of Tom Payne is. I wonder what that, just keep going. Yeah, just just, just scroll by. Yeah, just. I think I did nothing wrong. I think you did nothing wrong either. Yeah, but people got mad at me. You didn't get upset, though. Um, After a few comments, I'm like, all right, sorry, guys. But I'm over it now. Right. But, but you weren't crying or anything. No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay, no. Okay, make sure. Let me make sure. We'll talk about that later. Okay. People know it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> all right. So uh, a lot going on. We did reference Tom Payne a little bit. I want to get to him in a minute. Let's yeah. get to the, the short news going on in the world. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are creating memes because of... The killing of the whisperers. Yeah. And when Daryl took the um, their flesh mask off, mm-hmm. that it, people thought it was very similar to the ending of every episode of Scooby Doo, <laughs> where there's a supernatural thing they think is happening. Yeah. It's the ghost of the you know. It's old. It's old man Tom. It's old man Johnson <laughs> from the farm. <laughs> so that they they revealed they took the mask off and it was a human being. So there were a lot of there were a lot of like Scooby Doo cartoons where Alan is taking the mask oh, off, funny. but it's actually a whisper mask. That's really whisperer. funny. It and also so, reminded me of Michael Myers, how they would always hold it up in every movie. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, just so there's no confusion, they're not walkers that evolved. No. People no. are like, what are the whispers? They talk now. No. They are human beings. They're real people that whisper. So that they can blend in. Sort of like what Nick did without talking when he was uh, alive on Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry Nick's dead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Spoiler. Uh, spoiler. Nick died like a year ago at this yeah. point. Right now people are going, it was like 7.3 months ago. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Angela Kang confirmed uh, that in the six-year time jump, we will see flashbacks. A lot of them. Good. She said the X's are not directly tied to the Alexandria Hilltop hostility. Huh. But noted the two stories will play out in the back half of season nine of this year. Michael Cutlett says whatever went down in those six years, there's a really fucked up... Uh, explicit. Ooh, ooh, explicit. You gotta mark the podcast explicit. There's a really fucked up story that will be told, uh, so that's exciting. By the way, and I'll tell you later, but if you watch the trailer at the end of The Walking Dead... hmm I think it was The Walking or Dead. Or Talking Dead, yeah. I think it was the it was the Walking Dead. Okay. There's a scene in the montage of clips that is absolutely a flashback, and there was a major mistake in the trailer. Trailer guy again. Trailer guy. Trailer me- tra- editor guy. A trailer editor guy messed up. Oh, he messes up a lot. He messes up a lot. He did. So we'll call him out on, on, what, on what he did. So tra- yeah, okay. So I'm gonna tell you what he, what he did. Okay. So if you watch the, mo- the 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 scene at the end of the show, which is probably on YouTube now as a clip for the next episode, yeah. at 33 seconds into the clip. Give or take a second because it may be different once they post it. Part of the trailer is Carol and Diane drawing bows back. So you see them in one scene before that loading up arrows. Okay. 
And then you see them walking down the hall, pulling their arrows, their bows back. Mm -hmm. If you pause it, there's no arrows in the scene. They're just pulling the bow back, and there's no arrow there. Uh, hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's There's no no, no bow. There's no no, no arrow. There's no arrow. So what comicbook.com is saying is that it's a case of post-production and promotional work butting heads. So when they film a lot of scenes, and the same thing happened in the new Robin Hood movie because the actor who plays Robin Hood was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel and he talked about this. They don't give you arrows. Oh. For fear, if you let go, the oh. arrow can hit someone. Oh, God. So they don't actually ever fire arrows, at least huh. on, in the movie Robin Hood. Yeah. He never fired an arrow. Huh. He, they CGI'd all the arrows in. So he pulled the bow back. But there was no arrow. There was no arrow. Yeah. So Interesting. In, in this scene, which was probably filmed six months ago. Oh my God, so they didn't CGI the arrow in? What an idiot. They hadn't, no, no, they hadn't CGI'd them in six months ago. And he took the footage, uh, trailer the, editor guy. The raw footage. They took the footage pre CGI because they must have needed footage and then never got the new footage. Trailer guy. Right. What are so you he doing? used the pre production footage in oh, the trailer. Man. He's slipping. And he didn't notice it. He's slipping. He's slipping. <laughs> well, it's like next week, and we'll break down the trailer in a minute. But the, the what they show is, they show everybody back at Hilltop burying Jesus. Oh, yeah. Right? By the way, everyone's already made the jokes that three days from now he'll be alive. <laughs> oh, God. We've all, everyone's made the Jesus will rise three days later joke. Even me, the Jew. We've all, <laughs> made, we've all made the joke. Yeah. You don't have to tweet me. I don't, it's the joke's been made. Okay. Okay. So they show them all back at Hilltop with Jesus' body. Yes. The next clip is them back in the cemetery in a circle fighting the whispers. How does that work out? Well, it's not in order. They don't put the clip. The point is, how suspenseful is now showing me the scene in the cemetery if I already know they all get back to Hilltop okay? That's true. And then you show me the prisoner so I know that they take a prisoner, which is right out of the comic books. It just seems like you should show me less. I'm hooked. I'm going to watch next Less week. is more. Less is more. Maybe show me some stuff, but not give me everything. Yeah. Not show me that they all got back alive. They do this a lot. Yeah. You just, you just, ah. Trailer editor guy needs to be fired. <laughs> I may have to write a trailer editor guy jingle. Sucks. <laughs> trailer jingle. editor guy. He's really pissing me off. <laughs> all right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan says he stopped reading the Walking Dead comics. He says, although he has all of them. He said he wants to form his own emotions and reactions okay. without knowing what the comic book character did. He also said that uh, he doesn't want to fall into in love with a comic storyline and then the show doesn't follow it. You yeah, can, I could see that. You could read that into the whole uh, Rick scenario and Carl. the Carl scenario yeah. that was supposed to be Carl and, and Negan. Now, a year ago when they killed Carl, oh, by the way, Carl's dead. Spoiler. We talked about how the producers said that all of his major storylines would be taken up by other people. Mm-hmm. So Judith is clearly doing the sitting outside the jail cell, becoming friends with Negan storyline. Yes. Henry is clearly taking the uh, blacksmith yep. role and the in jail role. Now, in the comics, Carl is in jail for a completely different reason. He's defending Sophia. Carol's daughter, who's, who's alive in the comics. Yeah. She's dead on the show, spoiler. And he gets thrown in jail. Hmm. At the same time, I'm not going to say who, but the hostage you see in the scenes for next week, 
where she's saying to Daryl, you're more like us. You should be with us. That girl and Carl have an interest in each other. Oh. Okay, the hostage you saw in the yeah. coming attractions. Okay. I would imagine she's going to maybe be interested in Henry? Henry, who we saw is interested in Enid. Yes. Now, if he's not interested in her, they've also, in that, at least in the trailer, laid the groundwork that maybe she's into Daryl. Because uh, she seems, she seems old. Hello. What now? Oh, easy, uh, uh, easy, uh, easy, uh, easy. Hold me back. Easy, easy, hold me back. Easy. <laughs> she seems, at least in that clip, older than her comic book counterpart. Yeah, then she's not going to go for Henry. Which means maybe she ends up with Daryl, which might be interesting because of what happens in the comics. Or someone else. Uh, yeah, I know. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I have to say that. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Tom Payne, and then we'll talk okay. about how the TV show veered off from what happened in the comics. Lots Keep of notes. Lots of notes. Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the headline is, Walking Dead star gets candid about his exit. It was constant frustration. Yeah. He said those words on Talking Dead, too. Kinda. He says, uh, in the comics, Jesus is easily one of the group's fiercest fighters. Actually, this is the story, not, not him commenting. Uh, he said, it's a fact that Tom Payne believes the show neglected. The character's final stand in Payne's mind was much closer to his vision for Jesus all along, making it a note he's more than happy to go out on. Payne says, I know people we disappointed and shocked, but I'm happy. Hmm. He says, I'm excited for everyone to see it. I just wanted to be part of telling a good story that shocks people. That's what the show has been about for me. When they came to me with the idea, I said, as long as it's really cool, let's do it. So he says, I've been bummed for the last two years that the character hasn't gotten as much cool stuff on the show as he has in the comics. They gave me a really cool ending, and I'm happy with that. There's a lot more than that. I'm going to keep reading. Okay. But in the comics, Jesus is a... The way he fought in that scene, we, yeah. he's kicking and leaping and did jumping. Did that all the time. Did it in the comics. Yeah. He had the man bun. So he basically became the comic book Jesus in his last scene. I Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I felt, too. I'm like, okay. oh, man. Uh, he says, was it, the question was, was it your choice to leave The Walking Dead, or was this a decision from the writers? Now, in the comics, he's still alive. Yes, he is. In fact, he's in the scene with the with the walkers early on. But he doesn't get killed. Yeah. A couple other people do. Nobody that's on the show. Okay. Um, let's see. He was, I was very frustrated with the character. what the character had been doing. He arrived in a very cool way. Then he floundered at the hilltop. During the war with the Saviors, the only person he had a fight with was a man who was on his side, Morgan. Yep. In the comics, he has a massive fight with Negan. He catches a grenade, throws it back at the enemies. He's the most capable member of the entire group. And he wasn't used at all on the show. Mm-hmm. In the background, I was training every single week since I got the job. I was ready and raring wow. to go. You can't help but feel a little despondent <gasps> when you're not released to do some cool stuff. It was mutual. They knew I would be okay with it. It was an amazing show, blah, 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 blah. I think part of him was relieved because they just weren't utilizing him at all. Yeah, he says Jesus had been cooped up at the hilltop for two years. He wanted to get out there and do shit. It may have gotten him killed in the end, but at least he got into a fight with his sword. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He said it was, a, it was a pivotal moment introducing the Whispers and a pivotal moment for the show. Well, we've kind of talked about over the last year and a half. Like, where's Jesus? He's not doing anything. We've been where, saying that. Where, where is he? And that's, there it is. Based on the comics, he's supposed to be that guy. They were, they really did underutilize him, I think. They did underutilize yeah. him. Don't double negative me. 
Don't you dare. No, I won't double, double negative you. I won't not double, not <laughs> negative. I can't you, even speak. You. That's okay. I'm here for you. So, yeah, so Jesus says this, he could have been beating everybody's ass in. Yeah. But we talked about this. We said he's training Aaron. You never want to train someone to do your job because then they do it. Yep. So now Aaron will be the fighter with his one arm. With his very cool arm. Yeah, which we'll talk about because he did talk about a yes, lot on did. Talking Dead. Um, let's see. Mm, oh, he said, so he says, uh, it's ironic that you got to do all the things that define Jesus in the comics, the sword, the top knot in your hair, the ninja gear. He said, that was the main reason why I was bummed to leave after episodes seven and eight of this season. I was getting to work with so many different actors in my final episodes like uh, Josh, Ross, and Norman. Uh, Eugene and uh, Aaron and Yeah, and Deny. And Deny, yep. It was fun. I love the stuff with Ross. <laughs> I think it's unfair to the audience to tease that Aaron and that tease the Aaron and Jesus relationship. Yes, it is. Because but, I was totally for it. And you're like, well. Well, he says, <laughs> we'll get on to that in a minute. He had a strong opinion on that. He says, I think they had a friendship, but I felt like a further relationship wasn't necessarily required. I thought it would have, would have been a bit lazy in the writing. Here are two gay characters. They should get together. But someone else asked me about a six, the six-year time jump, and I was like, maybe we did hook up once or twice in those six years. Maybe that contributed to their friendship. Yeah, because on Talking Dead, Tom was like, yeah, I think it happened a few times. And then he's asked about uh, being such an iconic gay character on television. Um, and he says, it's been amazing to be part of that community and give visibility to a gay character on one of the biggest television shows ever. Um, it wasn't even explicitly mentioned, the sexual orientation. No, it wasn't. It was just one scene with Lauren in season seven. The right people picked up on it. They did recognize it. But you can find people who still realize Jesus was gay. I think uh, they could have been more a bit upfront with that, meaning, like, hey, I'm gay, but he didn't really say it. While, you're, while you've lost Jesus, you still have Aaron, Tara, Magna, and Yumiko. Mm -hmm. By the way, Magna and Yumiko will be a thing. Will be a thing. We kind of saw it already. Yeah, they're a thing. Yeah, they're a thing. So there's a lot of gay people represented at the yeah. moment. But poor Aaron. Lost yeah, another one. I know. I don't think it's lazy writing, by the way. I mean, no one said it was lazy writing when Tara hooked up with Dr. Denise. No. If you're in a zombie apocalypse and nobody is attracted to you. And not for anything. Six years has gone and by. And you're not attracted and, to anybody. And you find, like, you're, let's say you're Aaron. Jesus is a not only a good-looking guy. He's a nice guy. And he's you have a nice, nice guy. Good friendship. Yeah. You might be. You might not be attracted to him. You don't have to be attracted to him. Like, oh, I have a gay friend. Yeah. I should hook you up with my gay friend because you're gay. Yeah. No. No. But in a zombie apocalypse, everyone likes a little loving. <laughs> yeah. Right. A little, a little affection. There's not a whole lot to pick from. So. so yeah. So you killed the guy. Mm. Yeah. Now Aaron's the only gay man on the show again. Yeah. That we know of. That we know of. Daryl has not hooked up with anybody. No, he is not. Good boy. I don't think he is. I'm just, you know. Okay. He just seems, comes across more asexual. Yes. And then they, uh, asexual what? Hmm. Mm. So then they, <laughs> then they, uh, they asked him if he would reprise his role as Jesus somewhere down the line. So Gimple has talked about how they can do webisodes and flashback things and spotlight miniseries on characters before oh they were boy. on the show. Yeah. To, so they could show Jesus in the six years. Yeah, there's three movies coming. Doing some stuff. For sure. Pretty much anybody can come back. In fact, Michael Cutlass recently said he would he uh, would be willing to do anything, and he said he's open to directing Fear the Walking Dead if they would like. He, so he's he's now in I'm available mode. Wow, I'm here. Use yeah. me. Like Aaron, right now he's available. <laughs> uh, okay, so a lot of people are 
tweeted us about this episode. Um, all the usual stuff. Um, uh, Ace Angie 34 says she's having a bit of trouble putting her Daryl moment into words. Certainly not in, in 280 characters. I asked her to email me. I haven't checked my email yet. Oh, this is her Daryl moment? Yeah, she had a Daryl moment, but she can't explain it on, I've been on, waiting in a tweet. to hear yep. about this. Let's see. Uh, T. White Sr., uh, mm-hmm. who tweets this a lot. He says, I hate that I was right, meaning about Jesus. Uh, I knew it when more people were waiting to talk to him when he got back. Loved the episode. Uh, hated the death, though. Yeah, I agree. Um, and he felt that they didn't need to kill anybody, that for a finale, mid-season finale, just showing the whispers would have been enough. Yeah. And I got a shout out to Holly Jasper, Holly underscore Jasper. Okay. I tweeted three weeks ago a theory about how Rick might be hallucinating. Yeah. And that he never got off the rebar. And so I guess yesterday she tweeted, if that's true, then how did he break the bridge? How did the bridge break? First of all, that could have been a hallucination. But second of all, that was before I had knowledge of what was and what wasn't real. Yeah, this is before the episode. My point was he was hallucinating all of it the bridge blowing up all of it, and then he'd wake up still in the rebar and die. Yeah. That was if, if they did, I said, if they didn't rescue him with a helicopter, more importantly, Holly, that was three weeks ago. Holly, honey, you're behind. We have rules. Yeah. <laughs> we have rules. You got to stay up to date watch with my tweets. Watch in order. And the, Listen yeah. in order. That's right. Listen in order and watch in order. All right. Walking Dead, season nine, episode eight, evolution. As we learned, there was no evolution, even though everybody thought there was an evolution. Yes. All right, so Daryl, Jesus, and Aaron, or Jad, if you prefer. <laughs> Jad. Uh, they notice a walker herd. They say there's about 140 of them. And they're just circling. This is from the scenes in the trailer. We've seen this scene 100 times. Jesus says, have you ever seen this before? They're walking around in a circle? And Aaron says, no, never. And Jesus says, they're just milling around. That's not normal. And Daryl says, no, it ain't. Let's go. There's a storm coming. <laughs> Gotta be dramatic. There's always yeah. a storm coming. Oh, yeah. At the wrong time. That was some storm, though. They're, like, oh, they're never out playing baseball. They're like, oh, a storm coming. Storm's coming. coming. A female walker stops and looks up at the clouds. Whisper. Ah, uh, there it is. That's a whisper. Yep. Walkers don't look up at the clouds. No. By the way, a name popped into my head. I forgot that there was a bit of news. Angela Kang confirmed, they announced it on Talking Dead, that Maggie is officially off the show this season. Yeah. So there's no flashback. Yeah, what the heck? How could you not have filmed the flashback scene? I thought she was to doing explain six episodes. What the problem is? Yeah. What are you gonna have Michonne talking to nobody? I don't get that. Where's the flashback? Yeah. I, that's uh, unless it's a surprise flashback. Because spoiler, didn't possible you say flashback. She had agreed to do six episodes. That's what they had said. And then there's only five. They said, but her story should continue next season if all goes well, or for that matter, badly. Would whiskey tango foxtrot? No. Nope. Gin and tonic goes south. She's going to nope. come back to I us. I got a new name for, oh, for that stupid too? show. I'm now calling it Frisky's Buffet. <laughs> That's her new show. Frisky's Buffet? Yeah. Why? Because it's whiskey, frisky. <laughs> it's like, the hell with it. She's cat food. That oh show is gonna, not going to last. That's so funny. Okay. Frisky's Buffet. Yeah, Maggie's new show, Frisky Tango, whatever it is. <laughs> okay, so uh, Alexandria. We see the giant windmill. There's lot. There's lots of kids running around. There's so many kids. So and many teenagers kids. And People are everybody? banging left Man, and right. God. Now here's the thing. None of those kids were. I mean, unless they were like all in trailers at Alexandria, we didn't see them. Not really. It wasn't like they were all five. No, we didn't see any kids running around. By the way, this isn't a theory anybody's had. 
But they, Carol said to Michonne in the episode, we've all lost something, mm-hmm. right? Is it possible RJ had a twin? And maybe she lost another kid? Uh, I don't know, because Carol said we both lost kids, but right. she, but they Michonne had but, lost but one. But Carol was referring to in the six years. Could have been Rick. I'm just thinking maybe something happened that caused the death of a twin we don't know about yet. Well, because Carol didn't lose kids in six years. No. So I, I don't know. No, she was saying we, but we've all lost things, but then she's like trying to relate, like, hey, we both lost kids. I lost yeah. a kid, you lost a kid. But, yeah, anyway. But Michonne's lost a lot of kids. If you if you consider Carl her kid. Yeah. She, uh, and then she lost her kid before the- Before that, right. Andre. Andre. Andre 3000. Andre, oh, no. Okay. Father Gabriel's talking to Negan in his cell, trying to calm him down, trying to- He's playing that little cup we thought was like a communion. Oh, a Tibetan one. singing bowl. It, did you look it up? No, I know. I know. I've played one. I have one. Don't look at me like that. What are you doing with a Tibetan singing bowl? I. You keep it on the shelf next to your tennis doll, Dixon. Like, take this little thing, this stick that's kind of wrapped up, and you bang it, and it like okay. it starts to vibrate. Oh, that sounds really bad. No, no, stop this recording right now. <laughs> so you take this little thing. Okay, goodbye. You wrap it up and you start banging it. <laughs> I'm going to isolate that. Oh, my God. That's going to be the next next oh week's episode. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. That is not. <laughs> Hold on. I'm marking it in the computer. Oh, my God. It's marked. My stomach hurts from laughing. Oh, we're done. Anyway. <laughs> so tell me again about this mystical bowl. It makes music. I'm sure it with does. With vibration. It makes your eyes roll back? Yeah, what are we talking it about? Makes, yes, music. Okay, so he's got this orgasmic bowl. <laughs> And he's trying to get Negan to calm down. He's yeah. hypnotizing him. Negan says, it's not helping. I still want to rip your rip your collar off. <laughs> anyway, he's in the cell with a baseball glove and a ball. That was nice. They gave him some sporting equipment. Yeah, something. To... Just don't give him the bat. They gave him the glove and the ball. Mm. No bat. Uh, Father Gabriel's trying to help Negan, but Negan doesn't think he's getting better. He thanks Father Gabriel for helping him when he was in a bad space. Negan says he loves his window. It's like TV. People forget I'm here. I hear all kinds of juicy things. I heard Rosita talking. Oh, he's an instigator. And Father Gabriel says, I know how she feels about me. And Negan says, who says she was talking about you? Mm. Ooh, maybe she's talking about Eugene. Oh, he's just bullshitting. Father Gabriel goes outside and he sees the messengers from Hilltop. See Thomas Howell making another cameo. Yeah. Didn't get to talk, though. Uh, Some woman tells him they found Rosita and she's been injured. Now he's all stressed. Yeah. At the Hilltop. Some guy on the horse comes on a horse comes by, like Paul Revere. I think he was saying the riders are coming. I thought he was saying the biters are coming, which is what the governor called the walkers. Oh, that's what I thought he was. Yeah, the biters are coming. No, I think he was saying the riders are coming. The right ri- because it was Michonne and a couple of people. Oh, I swear, every time he said the biters are coming. Yeah, I think it was the riders. Okay. Or the Reuters news uh, organization. Be, yeah. yeah, they're coming to do a story on us. <laughs> Everybody runs inside because it's strange people. But they're running in panic, like it was. Walkers, but okay. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's Michonne and Magnus Group. Uh, I I would still try to refer to them as Eminem. Eminem. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Diane is the lookout, and Tara and the whole town come running out, like, oh my God, what's going on? Who's here? It was like they'd never had a visitor before. Seriously. And it was like when it was like when Gregory was in charge, and they showed up at the hilltop the first time. Mm-hmm. That first episode. But I mean, who's Mich- out there? Oh my God, who's out there? Face. And- well, it wasn't until she saw Michonne. But even then, they weren't nice Ooh, to they her. They were not nice. No, they were not. Magna, who's itching for a fight, she tells she tells her group, "Be ready." Um, 
She said, I would shoot anyone with an arrow if I didn't like them. Meaning they could shoot us. They don't know who we are. And Luke says, what's not to like about us? We're a solid looking group. We're scrappy. I love him. <laughs> He's great. He needs to live. Yeah, please don't die, Dan Fogler. Okay. Don't die. Okay. I can't say anything. Don't die. Oh, we God. like it too much. Oh, God. Okay. Diane very mechanically says, state your business. Ooh. Like, you don't know them. Like, you don't know Michonne. Yeah, seriously. Michonne says, we're here for Rosita. These are good people looking for a home. I told them Hilltop would consider taking them in. Diane gives them stink eye, and they, they, they take that as drop their weapons. And of course they all do, and Magna is pissed. She doesn't want to drop her weapon. She's like, I just got these back. Damn it! Well, drop them on the ground. Drop them. Uh, Tara tells Michonne uh, that Jesus isn't there. He went out looking for Eugene. He went out with Rosita, but wasn't with her when they found her. And Michonne's like, say what? They were out? What? Poor Michonne. She has no information. Right. Enid tells Sadiq how Rosita is and says uh, she's been knocked out the whole time. Then Michonne says, if she's been out the whole time, how do you know she's with Eugene? And Tara says, Aaron told us. And she says, Aaron's here? Yeah, like this poor woman. She's like, what? (laughs) Here's what I'm going to call partial bullshit. Mm. Seven thirds bullshit. Okay. Which is more than partial. Okay. I understand that. That's how upset I am at this line. Uh, oh. I call it poor writing. Okay. All Tara had to say was, Jesus found her in the forest. She told Jesus before she passed out. Because she did. Yeah. She, when they found her bleeding against the she tree. Eugene's still out here. He's at a barn. They told him. Yeah. So why'd she have to say, oh, Aaron told us? Just say Jesus told you. Oh, that's true. Now, granted, Aaron's out with Jesus and Daryl. But in that moment, you could have said Jesus told us. Yeah. So Tara says, as far as Aaron being there, no, he's with Jesus and Daryl. Daryl came down from the mountain with Carol and Henry. I'm like, okay, more people are there. It's a party. <laughs> Nobody told Michonne. She hasn't been there in six years. I don't know. All her friends from other communities are And there here's too. the thing. She wasn't going anywhere until Magna's group showed up. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been to Hilltop in four years, three years. We don't know how long it's yeah, been. Yeah, a long time. That's the day. That Carol shows up that with all Henry. all hell breaks loose. And Everyone's Darryl there. <laughs> and Rosita and Eugene happened to get into the problem. Everyone was there. It wasn't like they went there to get Rosita. They happened to be going. So, full bullshit. <laughs> full coincidental full, full, timing. Full side, Michonne side impact on Hilltop bullshit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Anyway, they tell her, Daryl's probably on the way back. You know he is. He's so great. He says, you can have your weapons back in the morning when you leave. As for the rest of you, you'll have to wait for Jesus. And if he says it's okay, then you'll have to stay here and earn your keep. So that's the first time somebody says, we'll wait till Jesus gets back. He'll decide. Yeah. He'll decide. So right now I'm going, well, this guy Jesus is pretty important. It's pretty important. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Connie and Kelly say thank you. Yeah. In sign language. And Tara and Enid are cold to them. Tara and Enid do not want to talk to, to Michonne. No, they do not. It was really awkward. What happened? It gets even more awkward. Michonne sees Carol in the doorway. And there it is. She <laughs> smiles at Carol, and Carol walks inside. What happened? She hugs Sadiq. Yeah, Sadiq's cool. Yeah. No, no, no huggy, no touchy. No touchy, no huggy. <laughs> uh, Magna thinks with a guy named Jesus running the hilltop, it must be a cult. Oh, God, yeah. And Con- Which kind of sounds weird. And Connie says, I'm pretty sure it's a nickname. Pretty sure we're good. We're all right. Uh, Michonne is pissed that Eugene was out and Aaron is out having a back channel with these people. Sadiq's like, hey, chill out. Remember back channel? 
He's just friends with these people. Carol comes by. Sadiq hugs her. Michonne says hi, and she and Carol are like, oh, I don't expect oh. to see you here. Uh, hi. Carol says hi to Magna, Miko, and Connie, and then says hi. She says hi to uh, Connie in ASL. I thought that was cute. That was great. And Carol's like, okay, sorry, that's all I know. So she said hello. That was enough. Carol asks um, Michonne about Judith and RJ. So again. He's real. Confirm- what? No, wait a minute. What? Hold on. I have a theory. I believe he's yeah. real. Okay. But just playing devil's advocate. What if they know he's not real, and they're all just humoring her because she's crazy? Oh, my God. That's insane. Oh, like, how's RJ doing? Your imaginary freaking kid. Yeah. Oh, no. That's too weird. But what if that that was the case? What if there's no RJ? And she was just like, so uh, how's your imaginary kid? That's mental. Otherwise, like, she'd be like, how come you don't ask about RJ? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Could you imagine? Again, I know he's alive. I know that Magna saw him running. But imagine if Magna hadn't seen, like, what if Judith ran to her? And then we just saw RJ out of nowhere, and we still hadn't, you know. We still only saw him once. So we saw him that one time. Yep. Uh, Michonne asks about Ezekiel and Henry, and Michonne says uh, she read Ezekiel's letter about the fair, but I have to turn him down. I'm not coming to the fair. And Michonne says, I'm sorry. We've had troubles, too. You know that. And Carol's like, I know. We've all lost something. We both lost children, and we kept going. We've always been a family. And she says, we still are. But Hilltop is Hilltop, Kingdom is there, and Alexandria is there, and in between is a whole lot of broken world. Yep. We have to take care of our own now. That's not what Rick wanted. No. She's still segregating them. That's a shame, Carol yeah. says. Now, do you think that Carol, you know the way we blame Rosita for not looking at the bat? Look at it. Look at it. Yeah. Look at the bat, Rosita. <laughs> and we always trace everything back. And when Rick got rebarred by the horse. Yeah. We backtrack that to the saviors yes. coming to attack Tent City. Yes. But if you take that a step further, it was because Oceanside killed the saviors that caused the saviors to walk off the bridge project. Yep. And Oh, we're really going back. To attack Carol because they had their they didn't have weapons and they were being killed. Yeah. What if Michonne pieced that together and then figured out that that Maggie and Daryl saw a rat get killed, didn't do anything about it, that Oceanside killing saviors was not what Rick wanted, and that's what led to his, in her mind, death. Oh, jeez. What if Car- What if uh, Michonne may have done something bad to the people at Oceanside? Because I was going to say, it seems like the anger is toward Michonne. Um, none of them are mentioning Oceanside, I know the kids did. We'll talk about that later. Besides that, yeah, you don't hear anything about them. Nobody we from Oceanside is living at the th- at the locations we that we know seen of. Them at all. So what's going on there? Something bad happened. Uh, it was the, painfully awkward. Something's yeah. Something's going on. Did she did she kill somebody to make sure that no one stepped out of line again? Maybe she had a mental snap and did something. I don't know, and that's unrelated to the exes. Kang said. This problem with the communities is unrelated to the exes. I'm shocked by that statement. I thought for sure they would be involved, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jad, Jesus, Aaron, Daryl, and the dog, dog. Uh, are out. Uh, they're talking, and Aaron says to... Uh, this is another one of those foreshadowing scenes. Aaron says to Jesus, We used to be explorers. We used to find people. You helped us meet others. You'd be a damn good leader if you stopped fighting it. To Jesus. Like, you know what? We used to go out and explore and bring in new people to communities. 
He says, look at Daryl. He keeps people away, but he's real good at finding them. Maybe he'll stop fighting it. Maybe he'll start being welcoming yeah. people. And then Daryl starts doing this, like, tracking master routine. Yeah, like feeling the wind or something. He's like, the herd is coming. The wind is carrying the sound. So you can sense where they're coming from. Now, keep in mind, this is the same Daryl that when he and, was it Rosita, went to rescue Eugene at the Saviors, and then he escaped and then ran around a, a wall and buried himself under leaves, oh. and Daryl missed it. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. Daryl must have gotten to be a better tracker. A better tracker. <laughs> when he didn't see the leaves were moved. <laughs> uh, anyway, he takes an alarm clock and he throws it in the other direction and sets the alarm. Yeah. So that while they go one way, the alarm will go off and attract the, way. attract the herd. Problem solved. No herd. Done. Carol's leaving. <laughs> Diane asks, can I come with you to Hilltop? That's Kingdom. Yes. Wait, right. Yeah. Right, back to Kingdom. So the two archers are together. She's like, Kingdom needs me more. Tara said, it's fine. I'm going to go back with you. Yeah. Anytime they show something like that, I feel like that's a bad sign for Diane. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Like, I'm going to be noble and... I think there'll be some cool double, double bow and arrow scenes, or in the case of the show, a cool double bow, no arrow scene. Yeah. Anyway, they say goodbye to Henry. Alden says he'll take care of him. Uh, Henry says, I'll be back for the fair. Again, I'm telling you, the fair's a big deal. I know, I kept thinking of you in my head when they in kept fact, mentioning the fair. I'm like, oh, saw, God. If you saw in Talking Dead, Gimple was like, let's just say the fair's important. Yeah. All right. Carol says, you've already made me proud. And she gets all choked she up. She cried. Yeah, did you? No, I didn't. Okay, good. All right. Uh, Daryl, Jesus, and Aaron uh, are looking at the herd, and Jesus says, wait a minute. It looks like it's more than twice 140 now. They're like, oh, maybe two herds merged. Like, all right. And it says, doesn't matter how big it is as long as it's going the other way. And he shows them approaching the alarm clock. Yeah. And then Jesus is still looking worried. They knew something was weird. Now I'm going to backtrack. This is all Father Gabriel and Eugene's fault. Because Father Gabriel and Rosita were like, oh, we'll just put a transponder up, a repeater, a transmitter up on the water tower. Oh, yeah. No problem. We'll find new people. You well, did they, this. You found them. Now, in Fear the Walking Dead, Al likes new people. Mm-hmm. No new people on this I show. I like people. I like people. <laughs> now, if something bad happened in the six years because they trusted somebody, and Michonne is like, no new people. Nobody goes anywhere. <laughs> That's kind of where she's at. Who is Father Gabriel to decide that his girlfriend and the guy who has a crush on her should go alone together? Hello? Hello. Look. I know priests have faith. Don't have faith. You're not an apocalypse. Because Eugene and Rosita knew each other a long time ago. Eugene used to watch her having sex with Abraham. They have history. Back when he was dolphin smooth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Remember that? He used to watch them? Yes, I do remember that. Ew. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, he still has something for her. Of course. Oh, God. So why are you letting them go out far, 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 far? To the far, far, far. To the far, far, far. Far, far, far. <laughs> Not to be confused with the up, up, up. All right. So, um, Enid comes by to say hi to Henry, and she says she wants to talk to Alden privately. Oh. Now, remember, Alden, or Dante in the comics, or as we call him, Aldante, he hooks up with Maggie. Yeah. Long term. But Maggie's not here. No Maggie. So, Earl says to Henry, hey, you want to come to uh, come to dinner? 
Hashtag, you'll be the son that we lost uh, last uh, season. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, this season, actually. Oh, in the season. Yeah, we got a little teenage boy. Well, you could be the boy that we used to have. Weird. My apprentice. Henry says, uh, you know what? I was going to go see what Enid, uh-oh, and she's making out with Alden. Damn. Ouch. So now Enid is hooking up with Alden. Also, little, isn't Making him a little al dente. Enid, <laughs> Enid looks, is too old for Henry. Yes, but. Yeah. I mean, I get it still hurts. If you have a crush, it doesn't matter. What if he's, how old do we think he is? 16, 17? Four, I thought Six, like 15, 16? 14 or 15. No, because he had to be like 11, right? So like 15. No, 17. Oh. 11 and 6 he is looks, 17. Well, he looks younger than that, but. He's got boys I would say 17. Okay. How old is Enid? 22? 20, 20, 22 or 3. Yeah, eh. zombie apocalypse. Come on now. It's a little young. Okay. Now here's the thing. He wants to hook up with Enid. Right? Clearly, he's interested in her. He probably never had a kiss in his life. Yeah, that's probable. Now, in the comics, if he's playing Carl... Yes. Uh, yes. He, he, he don't want to give anything away. But, well, but he does have a female love interest. Carl has a female love interest in the comics that, that isn't Enid. Oh, that isn't Enid. Right. Okay. He's sort of as friendly with Sophia, but then he has a love interest in the comics. Get Carl, go. If they show that Henry has an interest in Enid, then maybe the love interest has a love interest with someone else. Hmm. And not him. It looked like he was vibing Addy a little bit. Well, here's the other thing. If you don't want him to hook up with Addy, then she must die soon. Mm, yeah. I feel like two of them are dead. Well, because they're all new characters, too. Right. I feel like Rodney really, I think Gage is the obnoxious guy. He's, yeah. They're either making him obnoxious to keep his role going or making him obnoxious so you don't feel bad if he dies. Yeah. So I'm predicting one of the guys and Addy are dead. So two out of the three. Two out of the three. Okay. We'll we'll bite the dust here. Okay. Eventually. Yeah. No spoilers. I just I don't I don't know anything for a fact. I'm just saying. Negan and Father Gabriel. Father Gabriel's cleaning his bedpan and he says to him, "Do you know what odor is?" And he explains how it works in the nose. He says, "This is gross." He says, "It's basically particles from whatever you're you're holding that's go up into your nose." He says, "Every time you empty my bedpan." Yeah. You're smelling this, my shit. <laughs> Something that was in my ass. <laughs> Goes sorry. right up your nose. Oh, my God. Ew. Now, at this point, Negan's hands are handcuffed to the bar behind him. Yeah. So he can't attack Father Gabriel. And Father Gabriel's big shot. Shut your damn mouth. Shut your damn mouth for once. <laughs> I keep trying to help you. I keep trying to dig. Dig deep enough to find a person. He's getting mad. So Negan says, what happened? The Rosita coming got you. Yeah. He's like, what happened? He says, I sent Rosita out and she got hurt. She's a hilltop. The messenger doesn't know how bad, and I can't leave because I'm here taking care of you. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know. I actually kind of felt that was genuine. It was like when, when Rick said Carl died. Yeah, yep, exactly. And, and Rick was exactly. like, I don't, I don't give a shit. But he was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. He's like, it. oh. Like, as much as he could show, he's like, man, sorry. Right. I, I felt that was genuine. But you know what? Keep in mind, in the Shut That Shit Down episode, after he was started to beat Glenn up, he was like, I am sorry. But there was really, a different tone. He goes, I really am. No, he was serious. He goes, uh, I really am. Yeah. But I did say no exceptions. And he gets back at it. All right. So no I exceptions. So then Father Gabriel says, don't. It's bad enough I have to clean up your shit. I don't have to listen to it too. So Father Gabriel doesn't believe him. Anyway, a guard comes by. Uh, Father Gabriel closes the, the cell door. The guard uh, undoes the gate, uh, undoes his handcuffs. And that's how the scene ends. Uh, Henry gets called up to a rooftop club. 
There's some rooftop club in the in the apocalypse. But seriously, I get that teenagers like to go out, early 20-somethings. They like apocalypse to go or not apocalypse, roof, they're still bars, doing the same shit. But they got a rooftop bar I don't, at the hilltop. Yeah, they had like a game room or something. I'm like, wow, this where is well, this Well, that's, that's the second place they go but to. But they, they had like the all these hangouts. Yeah. So Gage brings them up. He says, come upstairs. I want, you know, Henry, hang out with us. And he says, uh, I remember you. You're the kid with the stick, right, from the war? That's their way of saying that Gage was there during the war. Yeah. Even though we don't remember Gage. And if you guys do, you can tweet us. I gave you permission. I don't remember him, but yeah. I just think that's one of those, oh, yeah, let's make sure that we act like he's always been there. Uh, anyway, um, the other two guys don't really remember him. Uh, by the way, they're all perfectly clean shaven. They have perfect hair. They all look clean. And Addie has glasses that fit her face perfectly. Yeah. Bullshit. And, she, and well, yeah, because she said, "And I lived here more than half my life." I'm like, "So where did you? Yeah, where did she get those? Did your mom pass them down to you, and they just happen to be perfect for your eyes? Or any walker that had a glasses, you just grab them and try them on? I mean, uh, 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 maybe there's a glasses collection. I mean, the, the, the apocalypse is like ten years old at this point. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Where did you get glasses? Did you get glasses when you were five, and you still wearing the same pair I of glasses? Think, does anybody on the show wear glasses? I don't. Know, I don't know how she has glasses. Yeah, I don't know. I guess she must have found them, and they're like, oh, these fit, these and wear them. kind of work. But how does Gage have perfect hair? Perfect cut, perfectly styled, perfectly clean, and fluffy? Carl had fluffy hair. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't styled. It was just like long. You know, it was just hanging. That's this true. guy's got perfect hair. Bullshit on Gage's <laughs> hair. Uh, I, uh, anyway. So Rodney says, hey, have you ever been to Oceanside? It's all women. Already I'm like, okay, this guy's trouble. Then Gage says... Hey, you want to come hang out at our special place in the woods? And again, I say... Bad idea? Bad idea. More trouble. Bad idea, don't, Henry. Don't do it. Don't do it. You just got there. Henry's like, I don't want to sneak out. Uh, but of course, they talk him into it. Because, you know, you don't want to be the nerd. Uh, cut to the infirmary with Rosita. This is a scene right out of the comic books. Not with Rosita, but another character. Uh, Sadiq tells Michonne he's sorry. They kept secrets from her. From her. Rosita's okay. unconscious, by the way, the whole time. Yeah. Michonne says, coming here, I knew people would still be angry, but it doesn't make it any easier. And Sadiq says, it's not too late to make amends. And Michonne says, I know, but I won't. Not the way they want me to. I didn't make the choices I made because I thought it would be easy. So what did she do? Something went down. Right? Major. Did she brand everyone who lives in Alexandria? Did she cut them off from everyone else? Like, if you're branded, you could stay? Show me your loyalty? And then she says, at least they're alive so they can hate me for it. So what did she do that she thinks protected them? Anyway, at that moment, of course, Rosita wakes up. Uh, they tell her Daryl, Aaron, and Jesus are out tracking Eugene. And Rosita says, I gotta help Eugene. They have no idea what they're dealing with. And she runs out. She's like ripping IVs out of her arm. Okay. It's like, hey, calm down. Now, <laughs> I don't know where she went because... Do we see her again? No. She ran out of the hospital bed and like we never saw Nobody her. Nobody goes after her like Rosita. You, you need to, they, they didn't so go after her. So did Michonne kind of just watch her like, all right, well, now, there we she goes. Now, we see Michonne later. Yeah, but not, where the hell did Rosita go? So where's the scene where they tackle her and say, get back in bed? Get back in the hospital bed. Or she bed. tells them what she saw. I'm guessing. Maybe Here's that's why thing. Michonne went out or. Okay, did they write that scene so that Rosita would run away and wouldn't warn Michonne that they're whispers and they talk. So she wouldn't? And that they track you. Yeah, because when Michonne shows up at the cemetery later, she's not aware that some oh, of them yeah, are whispers. That's right. Because like, otherwise what? she would have said, Jesus, you know, look out. 
And yeah. by the way, Jesus brought it on himself. He was having fun killing those walkers. He was. He could have just he run out of the fence. Because they're like, Jesus, come on. He's like, And if you watch the eh, scene, hold on a minute. we'll get to it in a minute. But when you watch the scene, the whisperer he tries to kill who ducks, how did he know the sword was coming in his head? He had his back turned. Yeah, and he ducked far. You're right. And I'm why like, would you risk it? Because if Jesus had gone straight into his head, the, the duck would have been a different duck. What if he stabbed him, like, upwards? Yeah, like, up into his... Like, how did he know? Did Jesus go, You know, it was sort of slow motion, so yeah. maybe he made a noise. After watching Jesus take out all the real walkers, if I were the whisperer, I'd have been like, oh, this guy's not fucking right. around. And if, I might right. just walk away. Like, if you're the whisperer, I'm wouldn't gonna... you have run? Yes! Why would you have, like, I'm going to continue whisper I'm walking, walk let him kill everybody else, and then I'm going to duck? Yeah, uh, yes. I agree. It was weird. It was fun to watch. It was super cool to watch. Super but cool. I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Darren, Aaron, and Jesus, they find the barn because they said, she was like, it's that way. So they eventually found the barn. Daryl sends his dog in. The dog finds Eugene under hay and in a hole in the ground. Wait, can I just say something? The dog? Uh, you glad the dog didn't die? I love dog. Um, yeah. But when they took the hay off and uh, Eugene was in that little hole underneath, how did he, being trapped under that door, recover all the hay on top? Okay. I did think about that. BS a little bit. I did bit. think about that. Yeah. Because well, there would be some, like, right. hay. Would go the other way. Out would, of the right. way. That rhymes. Hay out of the way. Hay out of the way. Him going back in. Like, it looked like someone buried him on top. Unless he had tied a hay bale or a pile of hay to a string and he pulled the string in the hay. Or unless Rosita left him in that hole. And then kind of went with the hay over it and then like left and went to pick That's it up. probably what happened. Actually, now that I'm saying it, I yes. take that back. Because in the comics, Ken and Marco are the guys yeah. in that scene. And Ken or Marco, I think it's Ken leaves Marco. Yeah, and, I take that back. And I think they that's find what Ken's hat there, so Rosita must I, have covered him up. I think that's what happened. Okay. I like where you were going, though. I just thought, I'm like, mm, how did he get it so perfect? She did say she left him at the barn. Yeah. All right. So, bullshit withdrawn? Uh, withdrawal. Yeah. Reverse bullshit? Yeah, sorry. Okay. I take it back. <laughs> All right. Um, so Eugene's in the hole shivering, and uh, Eugene so says- scared. Eugene comes out, he says, I dislocated my knee, and we have to get out of here before the herd comes back. And they're like, oh, uh, don't worry. They're we like, saw the tracks. They went the other way. They went the other way. And Eugene says, no, they've already been through here twice. They're yes. looking for me. He's like, it wasn't a normal herd. He says, when they were looking for me and Rosita, we could hear them whispering to each other. And Aaron means, you mean talking? And Eugene says, ask Rosita. She'll corroborate. Yeah. And then the dog barks. And the walkers are outside. Stupid dog. Oh, I love dog, though. But he, he does, he's making a lot of noise. So the herd's right outside the barn. Yeah. I don't get how the herd is tracking them. I don't. Well, the herd's not, but the whispers. I understand that. But if the whis- but the whispers, if they run through the forest and down a road and up a hill... How are they like 10 minutes later finding them? Because dog is barking. Are they looking for foot footprints? Is that what they're doing? Yeah. Well, dog's loud, so. All right. So they say, look, there's no way uh, that's the same herd. The guy just told you that the same herd's been by twice looking for them. <laughs> He's looking for me. Oh, that's not the same herd. I know those, that herd. That's not the same herd. <laughs> he says, we'll go around the herd, back to the horses. Uh, all, all good. No problem. <laughs> so we cut to the 14s. They're in a in a cabin somewhere getting drunk. Stealing moonshine. Now, somewhere outside of the premises, there's this cabin. Yeah. That I guess that everyone, no one knows about. No one knows about where they're stashing alcohol. Moonshine. Hmm. 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 Henry says, um, 
He's I don't I don't want to drink and like they talk him into it. More peer pressure. Gage says, uh, you know what? Let's show you what we do for fun. They take him outside and there's a hole that they dug. They trapped a walker. And only, no one found this also. Oh yeah, only one walker. Nobody's heard the thing going. Yeah. Well, you know what it looked like almost to the left or right of it? It looked like a side of a shed that maybe they drag and pull over the hole or something. Well, there was a cover. Yeah, I think that's what. So maybe. Okay, but what if somebody from Hilltop walked and fell in that thing? That's what I was thinking. You know, uh, what if it broke and then they just fell through and they got eaten? Right. And those guys don't look like they can kill walkers. So what are they doing out at night? <sighs> Stupid. Yeah, two of them are dead. <laughs> two um, are dead. So the guys are drunk and they're wobbling around and they want to play ring toss. The thing's got an arrow in its oh, head. Oh, my Lord. And uh, so while Henry's like, wait, what are you guys doing? I don't understand. Did you notice that Rodney was peeing on him? Yes. What an idiot. <laughs> he's definitely dead. He could be dead. He's He's dead. Anyway, so Derek, uh, sorry, drunk Henry jumps in the hole. He he trips it with his stick. He's like, "I'm sorry," and he kills it. Do you think he was apologizing to his friends or the walker? I think his friends. Yeah. All right. Well, because he, you know, he's new and doesn't really have any friends, and he's never done any teenage things. Yeah, that's and true. Now he's the uncool kid, like taking away their right. game, and right. you know, I think he's just like, uh, "Sorry, I had to." So Gage calls him an asshole and says, "What did you do that for?" And Henry says, if I had to explain, you wouldn't understand. And they all just leave him in the hole. Yeah. They left him in the hole. How we did, he get did out not the hole? see him climb out. Right. We have to assume he climbed out, but he had a bad ankle because he jumped. Yeah. Right? And it, didn't he still hurt his ankle from when the walkers oh, grabbed Oh, yeah, them? when uh, the episode of Daryl, yeah. But he got out of the hole somehow. Yeah. Nobody, I'm not sure how. I didn't see a rope there. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now we're back to Jade. I'm calling them Jade. Jesus, Aaron, Daryl, and Eugene. Oh, I like that. You like that? All right. Yeah. They're trying to get away from the herd, but it's following them. Or jaded, and that's dog in there. Okay, jaded. Jaded. All right. So it's dog, too. All right. <laughs> uh, so not sure how they know which way they went. So, again, they ran out the back of the barn. They ran down a road. Mm-hmm. They come to a, a, a fork in the road yeah. where there's a burnt-out car. Yeah. And go to the left and go to the right. Okay. Eugene says... They're evolving. And Jesus says, they're dead. They're not evolving. And then Eugene says, the brains are alive, and if the brains are alive, they could change. They they, they could start remembering things. And Daryl says, what? <laughs> and then Jesus says, well, it's not any crazier than the dead being alive in the first place. Yeah, I kind of laughed at that. I'm like, well, it's kind of got a point. Got a point. You don't know what could happen. You know, they are right. alive. Then Aaron says, they're right behind us. Oh, shit. Eugene says, you need to leave now. I'm slowing you down, wearing you out. Get out of here. And Jesus says, no, we came out here to find you. Jesus being the hero. Jesus offers to split up, and he'll draw them off. Bad idea. Oh, but then Jesus says, no, if anyone's going to stay, it's me. Then Jesus goes, all right. I know. I know. Now, so uh, I just leave Daryl and Dog Darryl's out like, there. No, I'll, Jesus is like, I'll be the hero. Daryl's like, I'll be the hero. Okay. Okay. You'll uh, be the hero. Oh, oh, we're just going to head out. Yeah. Now, it, it, maybe looking back on things, he maybe should have uh, gone the other way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the three of them head off, and Daryl heads off in another direction with the dog. Back at Alexandria, Negan's in his cell bouncing a ball. It of okay. It just happens to go outside the cell. On the one day, his cell door is not locked. He notices the cell door is rattling. Father Gabriel didn't lock it. He must have been upset about the shit and then Rosita, and he didn't lock it properly. You think there's zero percent chance he did it on purpose? Right? No, yeah. zero. Yes, yes zero percent yeah, chance. Zero. Yes. Yeah. 
All right. He opens the door and steps out, gets the ball, smiles. Now, in the comics... When he throws the ball back, I'm, I'm like, oh, shit. Right. Here he comes. It's right. happening. He's trading the ball for a bet. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, in the comics, Negan goes back in the cell to show Rick he's changed. Yes, Kirkman said that. But Rick still leaves him in jail. He's, yeah. It's not like he goes, oh, you've changed. You can come out. I love when Robert Kirkman's like, well, this doesn't quite play out like that. Right. <laughs> he's like, they changed my freaking work again. <laughs> He kills everyone in their sleep. Everything I dreamed about, they changed. <laughs> they changed it. Changed it? All right. Um, let's see. So he leaves Negan. He's free. Tara brings Earl down to the prison. She tells him Henry uh, She tells him Henry threw up on her boots. Henry's in his cell, and uh, remember, uh, Earl had a drinking problem. Yep. And now he's got this apprentice who, had, who was drinking. Yeah, and he was in that very cell. He says, you smell like cheap moonshine. You were outside the gate begging to come back in. Want to tell me how you got out there? And he says, no, sir, I do not. So are we just assuming the other kids came back in the way they got out? Right. And Henry didn't right. remember how to get back in, maybe? Right. Okay. Or they unlocked the door and then snuck out, leaving it open, and then snuck back in and locked it. I was just going to say maybe they locked. So he needs to beat them, a new asshole. Yeah, he could with a stick. That's right. He says, who gave you the booze? He doesn't answer. He says, I offer to take you on, but if this is how you honor your commitments, you can take your scrawny ass back to the kingdom. Yeah. And Henry says, wait, I know I screwed up. The people back home are counting on me. My parents are counting on me. And Earl says, I expect better from you. What happened to you? And he says, I saw my mom cry today. I didn't realize it, but this is a huge deal. I didn't want to think about it. I was trying to put it in, you know, in the back of my head. And he says, well, I've been there, man, literally, on that cot. He says, the minimum sentence for drunken disorderly is two days. When Jesus gets back, I'll see what I can do to help you. Thank you, Mr. Sutton. Okay, another comment about when Jesus gets back, we'll figure this out. Yeah. That's when I was like, ah, meh, 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 meh. All right, back to the herd. <laughs> back to the herd. Uh, Daryl's on a rooftop looking at the herd as it approaches the car where the group split up. So now the herd's at the fork of the road. Yeah. He throws firecrackers to attract the herd. The they, dog barks. They don't even look. Well... They sort of were like, uh-huh, yeah. So that made me think that not w- not one walker, air quote, came towards them. So every single person right there was a whisper? No. No. Is- they were walking towards the, alarm, the, the firecrackers. Y- and then a guy from the right side, one or two people. Just kind of rerouted they them. They came out and around in front and were like, so let's go this way. they follow them. Right. Okay. They followed the leader. Daryl's face was like, what the Where the what? fuck? What the what is happening? So basically, it's Daryl's fault. Oh no, it's his fault again. Because they were the whispers were smart enough to know, like the alarm clock trick. Yeah, yeah. The firecrackers are the wrong way to go. Yeah. Daryl was like, oh, they're walkers. They're gonna yeah, hit the firecrackers. They'll be distracted. But that's the real problem. It's Daryl's fault they went the other way. Oh shit. Towards the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I say, though, they were walkers. They weren't that fast. Granted, Eugene was limping, but they caught up really quickly. They did. So uh, they're right behind them, th- the two, the three of them. They go into the graveyard, and they get trapped. They turn to fight them. Jesus takes out his sword. It's about friggin' time. <laughs> Aaron gets a walker to bite his metal arm. and That he, was cool. He kills it. Suddenly, all the walkers are gone. They're just gone. Yeah. They all disappear. That was weird. Michonne shows up on the other side of the fence. Then Magna and Yumiko show up. Okay. I get that Magna and Yumiko somehow followed Michonne 
in the fog without her knowing it, which means they were at a distance. Yeah. Why wouldn't they say, hey, Michonne, wait up for us. We're here to help you. I thought that was weird because the timing was literally two seconds later. And she's right. like, what? In the fog. You're here? In the fog. And the fog? Mm. How did Michonne find them in the fog? That was really deep fog. If Rosita told them, if Rosita told Michonne where the barn was, they weren't anywhere near the barn. They went right, no, they weren't. They, How did Michonne know to go right to that gate at the cemetery? There's no effing way. There's no, no, I agree, no and way. And Rosita didn't tell them where they were going, because if Rosita told them where they were going, then she would have mentioned that they're whispers. Yeah. That they whisper and talk. Yeah. So she might have said, hey, she Jesus. She said a word. She just showed up. That I'm, was weird. I am calling. Oh, here we go. I can't wait. I am calling 120 oh. over 5. Oh! That's how much bullshit oh I'm calling. Oh my god, I think that's the biggest bullshit we've ever had. So much bullshit. <laughs> so much bullshit <laughs> that Michelle, you've got to explain to us how. If there was a trail of blood. Yeah. If Eugene was bleeding. Something. And and then you could say, well, the walkers followed the trail of blood. Yeah. That's how they all found him. It was just weird. It wasn't like, there was nothing by the car that would have said, Michonne, go this way. No. There is no explanation. We've never seen that I cemetery before. I challenge you, <laughs> listening to the podcast, I ch- how did she find them? I, it was too weird. Did they have GPS? No. <laughs> there was no, like, lost my keys thing in his yeah. pocket where she tracked lost them. Lost my keys thing. Where's my car? Like, there's none of that. <laughs> find my phone app? There was, how did she find, find my them? Friend. And how did Magna and Yumiko sneak up behind her? In a fog. That fog looked unrealistic, by the way, as well. It was an ice machine. It was a smoke yeah, machine. Yeah, I really did. I'm like, that's a lot of fog. Okay, When again, they did that aerial view. I, we, I, we love the show. Oh, no, we do. I just wish you'd explain it better. They're in a cemetery they've never been to. Mm-hmm. They're way out in the outskirts where they've never been before. And it's such a huge thing. They ran through it and had a Michonne ended up at that gate. At that gate. On the side of the gate to dig them out. With Magna and Yumiko at her heels. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're here to help earn our keep. I get it. You shouldn't be there. Yeah. Rosita maybe should be there. R- maybe. She couldn't. She's too weak, but where'd Ma- she go? Maybe she's running on a hospital gown in the woods I naked don't, somewhere. I don't, I don't understand <laughs> that. I don't understand. You got to explain. Someone's got to call bullshit. Hardwick's got to call bullshit. <laughs> all right. Okay. So they all get out of the, they all get out of the cemetery. Yeah. Jesus decides to stay inside the gate for some reason and start killing people. Walk They're away, walkers. walk away. Flying kicks, he's cutting through them. He runs up one of them, kills them, jumps that off. That's pretty badass. Stabs another guy in the back. He's killing them like crazy, right? Then there's one, one left. It's yep. always the last one, it's by the way. It's like, you know, you find the thing with the last place you look. Yeah, they're... it's the thing. Last one. So the one whisperer, I saw it coming. I'm like, it's a whisper. It has to be. Because in the comics, the whisper is sort of like, like, oh, I'm going to kill a whisper, and they stab you because you think you're just going to pop him in the head. Yeah. So he ducks, comes up behind him, and stabs him in the back, and he says, you are somewhere you don't belong. The cemetery? I guess that whole neighborhood is their neighborhood. Yeah. You know you're going to die now, right? All his friends are right there. Oh, you're, you're a dead walker. Yeah. Whisper. Not good. Aaron screams, no! Which I took to mean, oh no, we could have had a relationship. <laughs> oh no, I love you. Daryl kills the whisperer with a bolt, and they all kill the rest of them. And I'm thinking, you shouldn't say when Jesus gets back. Did you notice Michelle looked at her sword and saw there was actual blood on it? Yes. Which means she cut one of the whis- one of the whispers in half. Yeah. With the there was blood on her sword. Daryl cuts open the stitching right out of the comics. So creepy. Takes the Walker skin off, removes the full head mask, and there's a human under it. Oof. It's old man Johnson. 
And then the whisper, you hear the whispers, you hear the whispers so say, funny. keep them together. Right. Oh, that was weird when they were kind of panning the camera all around and you just heard the whispering coming from all different And they all like, formed the circle. Directions. I'm very, like, oh, God. Very Avengers. When they very, all formed the... This episode was actually scary. It was creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. All right, scenes for next week. The group returns to Hilltop next with Jesus' week? body. No, February. You know what I mean? February 10th. Returning February 10th, the Sunday after the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Long time. Uh, they know they have an enemy now, someone says, and then um, they're back at the cemetery and you hear. Now you die. Oh, God. Now, we already saw them. They got back okay, so we know they don't die. Right? We already saw them get back. And there's no, like, red shirts. Yeah. There's no, like, Mike from Hilltop who's there who's going to die. Oh, no. Because when the Whispers attacked in the comics, there were a couple of red shirts. I remember you saying they came in big and killed multiple. No, no. In the comic. Mm -mm. No? Um, That's not what I was referring to. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a female whisperer runs at them with a knife. I'm assuming, without saying who that is, that that may or may not be the girl in the jail cell, which they should not have shown because that's a giveaway. Captive. They take a captive. Yeah. I'm assuming it's the girl who started running at them with the sword. Mm-hmm. Who that is, if you read the comics, you know who it is. If you don't, you'll soon know in oh, February 10th. February 10th. Okay. Right. A female whisperer is in the woods alone. We don't know who that is. Alden and Luke are in the woods, and there's whisperers standing there. So what's that about? Where are they that there's whisperers? I don't know. Whatever now it is. it's so creepy because you can't freaking tell who's who. Okay, so um, Alden and Luke, I'm trying to figure out how it relates to the comics. Okay. If if there is a scene where the those characters uh, are involved but not harmed, I, I don't know what that scene is. Okay. I don't know if I don't know what that is. That doesn't look good when you're surrounded by whispers. No. In the woods. No. I have a bad feeling about that. If you're a comic book reader, that may or may not be what it may or may not be. All right. Um, the whispers are outside Hilltop. There's 30 of them, or 29 to 30. I think it's 30 when I counted. They're all standing there, like spread out like a football team, oh playing defense outside the gates of Hilltop. Playing defense. You see the back of a bald woman. Pushing her way to the front of a crowd of whispers. Uh, it's Lydia. Lydia is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna tell you who that is. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, forget about that. Uh, so, who are, ah, shit. All right. So the girl in the jail cell. Her name is Lydia. I'm not gonna tell you who she is. She tells Daryl, "You're more like us. You belong with us than these people." The whispers are outside the gate, which I mentioned. And Alpha, who's their leader, she's the bald woman. You see the back of her head yeah. in the shot. She's outside the gate, and Daryl now is representing everybody going to the gate to talk to them. Oh, shit. My guess is they want the girl back who's in the jail cell. Mm-hmm. That well, sort of comes from the comics. Yeah. Um, then there's a scene of the fair. It looks like the fair is going mm-hmm. on at the kingdom. And some strange guy walks by Jerry, and they sort of give each other dirty looks. Stink eye. Right. I have a feeling we're not going to like that guy. Okay. All right. Uh, Carol tells King Ezekiel the fair could be our last chance. Carol and Diane, I'm predicting she doesn't make it. Mm. Uh, Jerry and another person are ready to attack someone without any arrows. Okay. Tara's leading Magna's group somewhere, and if you look behind them on the road, there's a cart and people walking next to the cart, but they're going in the other direction. Hmm. So for some reason, Tara and Magna are going in the other direction of the cart. Sadiq says to Michonne, what does it mean for the for Alexandria to survive if Kingdom falls? 
Oh, this and this Michonne line. says Whoa. it means Alexandria survives. Survives. Damn. She doesn't give a crap about anybody. Nope. My family and my family, right. that's all. My guess is the fair will ultimately bring everyone back together. There might be only enough people left. Who knows for uh, one, we'll one community. See. Um, Beta is walking in. Now, Beta Damn. is- Damn. Okay. In the comics, yes. Beta is about seven feet tall. Yes. Now, this is Ryan- Hurst. Hurst yeah. from uh, that show. That show. Uh, the biker show. Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, Sons of Anarchy. He's about 6'4". Yeah. Daryl's about six feet tall, but he looks much bigger. He's probably got big heel boots on, and he's got like a, a fake head on because he's a, he's a whisperer. Beta is a massive man. Yeah, huge. Huge. Bigger in the comics because they can draw him bigger. Yeah. But huge. Um, he is fighting with Daryl. Daryl stabs him twice with those- Oh, shit. Those knuckle knives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, I told you this back before the time jump when Daryl had those knives. Yeah. That that's what Beta uses in the comics. Hmm. My guess is he beats Daryl up and takes the knives. Okay. Because those are his knives in the comics. Yep, and that's how he gets them. Right. That's that was my prediction. So he stabs him twice. Beta picks Daryl up and shoves him into a wall. Shit, I saw that. He's a big man. It, uh, yeah. He clearly doesn't kill Daryl, but he must be like you piece of crap. Knocks him out and takes <laughs> yeah. his knives. Oh, God. Now, I'm gonna leave one scene till the end. You see Negan walk into a house with a stick in his hand and he's whistling. Oh my God. Was it sanctuary? Because he's like, some, he says something. Well, first it looked like he went in Judas' room. The very first scene when he was loose. Remember that? He was going up the stairs and he watched his shadow along no, the No, 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 no. You're jumping ahead. That's I, the scene after Talking Dead. Oh, sorry. I got confused. Well, ah, there's so many trailers. Trailer spoiler. <laughs> so many trailers. Right, don't jump ahead. They're morphing together. In my, I got it here. They're morphing in my head. All right. Okay. Negan walked into not what you're talking about. He walked into a place with a fan on the floor, a couple of fans. When he said, I'm home. And he's, he's whistling like he's the, he's the saviors are there. And he says something like, home's real, or something like that. I thought he was in the old sanctuary. I said that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what I thought. But he said something like, home's real, or something like that. Yeah. How the I, hell did he get there? I don't know what he said. Well, he must have walked to the sanctuary. No I, well, we only, that's after, because... Uh, let's talk about the trailer you just jumped okay, into. I'm sorry. I thought that, that about, one we saw I first. left out one scene. Okay. There's a scene with Michonne, if you're not paying attention, in the clips from next season, where Michonne has like a look of terror on her face, and she's swinging her sword. And you don't know what she's swinging her sword mm-hmm. at, right? She's wearing a light brown top. Mm-hmm. Her hair has the headband. It's her old hairstyle. That is a flashback scene. Yes, now, that you, would be. If you pause it, You'll see behind her what? is a brick wall and a window. Okay. Okay. That is the building where the Oceanside people killed a rat. That's where Oceanside used to live. What? So for whatever reason, that's a flashback. Now, when a rat was killed, there were weeds growing all over the place. Yeah. Which means at some point that area may have been cleaned up and people were living there. Yeah. Maybe Oceanside moved back there. So my question is, is that a flashback to her killing someone from Oceanside? Everybody just went, ooh. That's what I was seeing in my head. I'm like, maybe she killed Oceansiders. Not all of them. No, not all of them. Maybe no. she killed whoever she thought was needed to be punished for what they did, which ultimately caused Rick's death. Yeah, that could be. All right, let's talk about the little tease you gave away. The scene at the end of Talking Dead. Negan is walking through Alexandria with a shovel. Yes. Must have picked it up in the dirt yeah. somewhere. 
He goes into a house, which I guess he remembers from when he raided Alexandria. Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes up the stairs with the at, with the shovel like he's going to kill somebody. Yeah. He sees the artwork over Michonne's bed. We see it's Michonne, and it's the family. Yeah. Was Rick in that picture? Yes. Right, so it was Rick. It said my family, and it was like a little stick drawing. Right, that was Judith, right? When yes. she That was in the, the season premiere? Yeah, when she was drawing everyone. Right, yeah. and that was, so she, he had that look like, eh, I can't do this. He, he kind of was like, uh, and he turned around. Yeah, it looked like he wasn't going to do it. He's he, like, couldn't, he couldn't do it. He's like, I can't kill their mother. Mm, no, that would be and, and truthfully, although Michonne kept him locked up for seven years... She wasn't mean to him. No, she wasn't. She didn't beat him. No, and she didn't verbally abuse him or anything. Right. All right, Talking Dead. Robert Kirkman, Ross Marquand. Ross Marquand. And Tom Payne. Tom Payne. All right, one more time. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's Tom Payne, also known as Jesus from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Uh, Jesus said, Angela Kang, this was her first You're Dying on the Show call. Aw. Um... This was the first poll they did. What will you miss most about Jesus? His fighting, 19%. His man bun, 6%. His eyes, 10%. And his humanity. Chris Hart was like, I just want to jump in there in a Speedo and a hot tub in your eyes. <laughs> uh, the end memoriam segment was great as always. Oh, yeah. Um, the walker in the pit. They called him, I pity the fool walker. <laughs> yeah. Now, I understand. I, I know he was in a pit. Yeah. Okay. So part of me was like, oh. It's I pit, pity the fool, Walker. Yeah. But he had the spike in his hair, the arrow. Also kind of looked Mr. Like a, like a mohawk, and he had all the chains. Yeah, I kind of thought that too, ring toss. Like the so he sort of looked like Mr. T as Clubber Lang in Rocky Three. Yeah. For those of you who remember Rocky Three, I'm assuming some of you guys are old enough to have seen it or remember Clubber Lang. Uh, I pity the fool. That's what made me think of. Yeah. So I think it was a double on time. I think so too. I think it was little, a double. little pit, yeah. a little pity the fool. <laughs> Ross says Ross McCall says that Angela asked him if he was good with losing his arm, uh, and he said because they would take his arm. He said uh, they showed me a prototype. I played with it. He said originally it was for another character in an earlier season who was going to lose their arm. Mm-hmm. Maybe Rick. Maybe because Rick loses his arm early in the comics. Yep. Uh, he said it looked cool like the Infinity Gauntlet, and then says, don't worry, we won't get sued. And Kirkman says, well, you know them better than I do, meaning the Disney people, because as you know, Ross Marquand plays the Red Skull in Infinity War. Yeah. And so Kirkman says, are you in Avengers 4? He says, I can't say, I don't even know. Wink, wink, I don't know. Um, Ross says Jesus was the only way Aaron was going to find love. Oh, poor, poor Aaron. Sad. Tom says during the six-year time jump, maybe something happened. We mentioned that. Uh, they confirmed that Maggie's done for the season. Um, and, oh, and then the only thing else they announced that on this new season of Ride with Norman Reedus. Yes. Guests will include, again, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Of course. Stephen Young, Andrew Yay! Lincoln, Melissa McBride. Woo! And there you go. I love it. So, um, I know what I promised. I don't know if I'm going to have time this week. But we do have to finish up Preacher. Oh, yes, we do. I know it's been months at this point. I apologize. A long time. Yeah. I'm sure there will be The Walking Dead news for episode 132. Now, we are going to Walker Stalker. Yes, we are. Right? Which is the convention we should be talking about. Yes. And December 8th and 9th. And we're working on, like we did last year, lining up a bunch of interviews. Yes. And then we'll hopefully get some meet and greets. Yep. Um, and that the last time we went to this show, um, 
We got to meet a lot of people, take pictures, autographs. Oh, I love Walker Zucker so much. Yep, and that's when we met. Hi, this is Scott Wilson, Herschel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Have fun. Aww. You are killing. When he says have fun, that's yeah. it. I'm done. Oh, oh, look at you. You're crying. I know. <laughs> So every time you play that, it gets me. What, Jamie's crying by Van Halen? No, have fun. Oh, ha- have fun. He's just so cute. He was so cute. Anyway, so we're going to go to Walker Stalker. Yes. It's December 8th and 9th. 8th and 9th. We'll probably be there on the 8th. Yep. A couple of people have already tweeted us that they'll be there. Yay, come say hi to uh, us. Yeah, wherever we are. We're going to be running around. We will be running around. I will most likely have a Diet Pepsi in one hand um, and a camera and phone in the other. And I will be running around with a placemat signed by... Everyone, the and we'll have and a mic, a big microphone. A big hopefully, microphone. I'll be if very we have excited. interviews scheduled. Yes, uh, but it's a great uh, opportunity to meet everyone from the cat. A lot of people it's show up. So much. I fun. doubt Andy Lincoln will be there. No. By the way, speaking of Andrew Lincoln, yeah, Love Actually was on this past weekend, and my wife and kids were watching it. I'm like, oh, it's Rick. And they're like, <laughs> what are you talking but about? No. And he's like, he's young looking and oh, clean shaven. So young, yeah. So young. Mm. Oh, Andy. Yep. But more importantly. A great half a season of The Walking Dead. So great. So good. I love it. No Rick, still great. True. And they killed Jesus, basically, because he wanted off the show. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm fine with it. Do you realize how fine with it you have to be? How disgruntled you have he to be? He was so fine with how it. How despondent. You're on a major show. Granted, he was probably making a lot of money. I think he used the word despondent. Ma- so. Look, if he made $80,000, $100,000 an episode, whatever. You're off the show. I'm sure he'll get other jobs. I'm sure. But... You know, he's like, yeah, I'm off the show. Yeah, yeah okay. You could have been um, the leader of Hilltop. Maggie's gone. Like, you should have played that for all it's worth. You could have been. Yeah. They should have put him, you know, kicking ass. He should have had the fight with Negan. There was no reason. It was no just kind of sad that the full Jesusness was not until the last scene. Yep. And they were like, oh, him. he was a great character. They didn't like he was great. That. The Knots Untied episode, yeah, the first episode in a, a bigger world or whatever. It was, I loved uh, his first episode. The first, when they, they the fight over the truck yep. and the leather jacket, and chasing him through the he woods. He was great, and they were like, "Man, he does nothing now, nothing." He came in like fire, and then kind of just yeah. fizzled out. Yeah, what do you do? Oh Jesus! All right, I'm okay. out of breath. Okay, it's time. What time is it? It's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut this, this shit down. down.